Everyone, welcome to the Worship Artistry Podcast. My name is Jason Hotzma, and with me is Christina Kaslanka. How are you, Christina? I am doing so well, considering this is our third attempt to start this podcast. And I just want to actually point out in this scenario that I'm, it's not, it hasn't been my fault. It's not, it's me. It's, it's you, not you, it's me. You've had a little bit of the giggles. You know, there's been a lot of singing today. You're just kind a of in a lot of, I'm in a silly, goofy mood yes. today and can't keep a conversation going. That's okay. It's all right. Um, well, I had a great conversation. You really did. I, and you don't sound so surprised. It's not that surprising. I'm the one that edits these podcasts. Okay, that's true. Okay, it was, it was good. Uh, no, we had Chris Brown from Elevation Worship, which uh, if you don't know Chris Brown... Um, you, you sing all of his songs. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he's, he's just been... He's been with Elevation really since the beginning. Yeah. And, uh, and it was cool because, you know, anytime that, you, that you're going to talk with an artist, um, you know, just never know how it's going to go. We've had a lot of great folks on this on this podcast and I really try to not go into interviews with like a, this is what I'm going to talk about. And sometimes they'll, you know, different, you know, PR people will send you notes and have like mm-hmm. questions like, here's what you can talk to them about. And I don't need to even read them. Yeah. Well, but, and you try to ask questions that no one else would ask. Right. And so yeah. just cause you know, I'm sure he's, you're probably seeing Chris Brown on like 50 podcasts right now. Um, True. but I bet you none of them started off with, let's talk about your song. Give me faith. From like 15 years ago. Yeah, I mean, it was like one of the earlier songs that we did, um, and really, like when you when you're somebody who's had this career over a long period of time, you know, like we our our thoughts change, our our opinions change, our perspectives change, and um, and he was just incredibly open and mm-hmm. honest, and he hit on like so many things that I, I'm always like, okay, like so for example, I'm just gonna tease a couple of the questions like. Is it might get loud really a Sunday song? You know, like yeah, you can learn it on our That's website. Solid question. We got a lot of requests, but does anybody actually do that? Um, we talked about the song, like a number of different songs. Rattle. Actually, yeah, rattle is another one that was like, so tell me about this song. You know, like, um, and I think when you understand context and when you understand where these are coming from, and you recognize that these artists are still just leading worship at church, mm-hmm. and we don't get to always see all the context that things happen in. And, you know, sometimes it, it kind of puts on us a little bit the, that we have to, like, make good decisions mm-hmm. about the things that we decide to introduce and the reasons why we're introducing them and why yep. and all those things. And so um, he was fantastic. He, I just felt like you can just tell when somebody's really being honest with you and they're not kind of giving you the party line. And so yeah. um, he's just a fantastic interview. And it's a, it's a little bit of a longer one, so I'm just going to shut up and uh, defer to Chris Brown. I'm stoked to talk with you, man. This is this is great. We've like I said, we've been doing your songs for a long time. In fact, uh, one of our earliest ones we did, we did "Give Me Faith," and it was like, go back. yeah. And I like, like I still remember teaching that song. Like it was just like I like hitting it and going, man, I really like this one. And I actually was hoping I could ask you kind of a little bit about your like the span of your music. I want to ask you about the new stuff for sure, but I'd also love to kind of just go back a little because like, I think, I think about you specifically even because um, I remember seeing the video for that song and you were, you were, you were singing it. And I was just like, this is special. There's something really unique here. And the way that, you know, in that early time, it's like, you're singing, give me faith. And it seems like on your journey, you now have faith. Like, like when you're writing, you're writing about trusting in God and God is going to come through and God, like, 
was there like, tell me about that journey a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's an interesting, that's an interesting question. I like how you framed it up. Um, I certainly, I, um, I've been through seasons now that gosh, that song 10 years old, 12 years old, maybe. Um, so that's taken me back to think about um, where we were as a church community then and um, just the seasons we've, we've, you know, been through since, I don't know. Um, yeah, that would have, that would have been years ago. I, the, the cool thing about, um, or the interesting thing about faith is, uh, is that I, I feel like I could sing that song today and mean it just as much and need it just as much. And we're still, I think, writing songs about faith and um, needing God to make ways and to come through and uh, needing our own faith and courage because that's that's just the nature of our spiritual journey and our walk with the Lord. And um, is that I, I certainly don't feel like I've, I've arrived anywhere, but I, I, you know, I've matured in, in my faith as we've gone through season. So back then, I mean, whether it's, I don't know what, what entry point to start, if we want to talk about the ministry aspect, the personal aspect um, of the journey, but um, yeah, I, I think it's been, I'll just stick with, with the church side and, and the worship team and everything. I think since since a song that's like that, that's 12, let's say 12 years old or something. Um, I think it's been one of the, the biggest gifts of my, my lifetime to see God grace different people here in our ministry and to grace our church for um to, to help put language and put songs into our church's heart you know year after year and to not just bring a new song to the lord on a sunday but also bring a new song to the lord that is helping carry a mom through who just saw you know their, their teenager wreck wreck a car and I remember that song specifically I sang um at at a teenager's funeral here in our church years ago of a close family and um you know it's wild to think man a, a song can encourage someone in the worst possible circumstances and point them to Jesus and and I think that's just um Man, I think it's beautiful, and so I, I, I thank God that over the last, um, I've been here at Elevation sixteen years. I thank God, the last sixteen years, I've, um, I've been able to be a part of a very large team that's helped bring songs to life and, um, you know, put you know put put those, those words, those needed words, timely words on people's lips and in their hearts and in their minds, um. To uh, to keep them from burning out on their own faith, you know, and giving up, and keep them hanging on, and keep them full of full of enough hope to uh, to wake up tomorrow and trust God for another day. So, 
um yeah man it's um i i it's the privilege of a lifetime to be be doing ministry and um in any any capacity i feel like and um but to to do what i've gotten to be a part of here is is awesome well you've been doing it for a long time i mean like you said 16 years and i think you know especially in music ministry in music ministry at a large church that's a long time like what has sustained you from like you know I, I know a lot of worship pastors who go through burnout and who get tired and are just like i'm out and just overwhelmed by the whole thing and when i think about a church like elevation i'm like gosh i'm sure you guys have like a bazillion things going on like what what are some of the values that you've held in place that have like sustained you through that through those seasons because that's it's it almost feels a little unicornish yeah, maybe I, I know what you're saying. Um, and I, I, uh, of course, I, I wish maybe it, it didn't seem unicorn ish. I think, um, my, my backstory is that my, my parents served, um, as ministers and pastors in the same church for 27 years. And so the model I had growing up was just like you you go somewhere and you plant yourself in that community and you give yourself to to serving those people in that church. And so it, it, it's normal. And I think really feels very natural for, for me. And in saying that, like, I, I, I don't, I think it's commendable what, what I saw my parents. Um, he took, my dad took one other church out of seminary and he was there for a few years before moving to this church. And I, I think it's honorable and commendable that, you know, he, um, he was there. And that being said, like, I've been, yeah, I've been here 16 years. I don't think that's, um, I, I don't think that's like worthy of, you know, a big applause necessarily or anything, or it's that I'm better because I've been here. But I do feel like the fact that, you know, we're, my wife and I are raising our kids here. And we have been through some intense seasons here and been through fast paced seasons that could have led to burnout um, and and did push us our, in our capacity to the to the limits. And we've been through beautiful seasons, blessing seasons. And um, but I think that's we for me. I love the idea of being somewhere long enough that I can see the good and the bad and the and the mistakes and the triumphs and the, the burnout um, and the recovery and the rest. And it all comes together and it all works together and it can all be a part of our journey. And I think for me, there's, um, again, it doesn't, it's not a difficult thing, um, to feel like, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I don't know, it feel it, it just feels like when we moved here to Charlotte to, to be a part of the church, it was like, this is, it, this is what we want to do with our, our, our lives, and the church was eight months old, so there was, there was no moving because there was a record label, <laughs> or there was worship album. <laughs> Um, it was just church plant 
putting out folding chairs in a high school auditorium type situation, you know. But I, I think we just came in with that mentality that we want to plant roots as long as God has us here. Um, but I do think that that mindset has served us through the years. It's like when when things have gotten harder, it's like, well, no, we we don't like one reproving to ourselves. There's only some things that will come when you remain, you know, in a place long enough to to gather. And then secondly, we're, we're, I feel like we're modeling for our, our children. Um, the same thing my parents modeled for me, like plant yourself, man. Like that's how you, that's how you discover who you are. That's how you discover how much God, you know, loves you in different ways and the kindness he shows and the way he can sustain you in different seasons. And so, and I mean, I've been, since we've been here, it has been from, being ministry from the stages of uh and phases of that yeah setting up chairs and um and like every aspect of sunday morning being portable to um you know to tour buses and being sitting in a studio right now that we built a, a couple of years ago and it's I don't say that it's like, oh, it's been up and to the right. It's just one, you know, you serve faithfully and you're never going to have, you know, difficult times or it's always going to, you know, look like blessing. Um, but I do just recognize like, well, I, I, because I've been here 16 years, I've seen a lot of cool seasons and a lot of different phases of, of the ministry and like stages of people. And we're, my son is, um, it's his first year in youth now. So he's like old enough to be in youth. And we had his small group over to our house last night um, for kind of like a kickoff of summer, end of year party. And, um, and two of the, two, yeah, two of the parents of the kids um, have been, been in church for, for 12 and then 14 years and not on staff, not like, you know, these are parents who have just been volunteers and who have been in the church and they're raising their kids in the church. And so I love that. Wow. Like I've, I've gotten history with, with you and now our kids are doing this together and it's not because we're both making a paycheck from the church that you're, you know, the fact that you're still here is because you're getting, no, you just, and of course God calls people to different places obviously and um it calls different you know people to to remain um and he calls people to go so that's not neglecting any of that it's just i'm i'm grateful for um i guess the mindset we that was implanted in me you know from from my parents and and then just what we're trying to carry out and model for our kids too so when you like you know going from that space i mean you guys have uh, you know, I helped plant a church 17 years ago. Last night was actually my last leadership meeting because I was just like, it's time for us to take a season off a little bit from, from this. But, you know, I the same thing. Like we haven't quite grown the same way, but, but yeah, I remember the setting up folding chairs and the, I mean, we're still setting up folding chairs. We're just in a bigger gym, you know, like, but like for you guys, when you were, what was your vision in the beginning? Like, did you, did you have, like, we're going to do this and we're going to grow it this way. And kind of like, here is the map of what's happening. Or were you, 
were you surprised by what happened? Did you like, what was the, what was the vision in the beginning and has that stayed the same or has it changed and morphed? Like, how has that journey been? Um, yes, to all of the above. Um, <laughs> yes, there was, there was vision and there was a mapping. Um, and yes, we were surprised and, uh, and yes, it's evolved. Um, <clears throat> so pastor Stephen, um, if, you know, anybody listening is, is familiar enough. He's, he's, um, he's such a visionary, he's an apostolic leader. Um, and so from the very beginning, he, uh, he and a few other families moved to the Charlotte where we are to start the church. And, um, and he tells, he tells the story like, um, man, I think, wouldn't it be amazing when we when we start holding services? I think the the first place they met um, was this this uh, senior center, and it probably held well, maybe five hundred people or something. And he was he tells a story of like he he told Chunks, our executive pastor, he's still here. Like, um, man, wouldn't it be awesome if in um, two years we could fill this up? with 500 people and that's that's a lofty lofty goal 500 people is a lot of people um and it happened very quickly it happened within a matter of of a handful of months and the church has seen you know early early stages especially early years especially this church saw exponential growth so it was like um yeah we have we have vision um but also thought it would be it had no idea it would happen this quickly. The other side of, um, you know, him, the other thing he had so much vision for was specifically our worship ministry. So way back when he he was a worship leader at the beginning and then would put the guitar down and preach. And, um, but when we came on staff, his, um, his heart was really clear that, Hey, I, I want to give our song or our church songs to sing I, I want us um to find our way into the writing songs that our church can um that can fuel people's faith and we can we can give our people and so um i mean within six months of us coming on staff we were recording our first album um and uh with a bunch of songs that we actually took off of all the DSPs because <laughs> nobody needs that. There needs to be a statute of limitation <laughs> on you know, some things. So those early, early albums you can't find unless you're an OG. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, there was, there was that aspect of like, from the very beginning, there was a clear vision and, and kind of directive of like, if God will allow us, um, we're going to, we're going to work hand in hand with him to to bring songs to our church and be a church that loves his presence and a church that loves to worship and we're going to develop that culture within our church and so and man it's evolved through the years so much and for the first several years even after um even after we had some songs that uh that other churches were, were doing or, or whatever that 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 was never the vision the vision was like let's give elevation songs um 
but even after some other churches began to do our songs and there was um, some attention there and Sony Provident came into the picture and everything, we we wouldn't even entertain going on the road and going on a tour um, because we were very, very dedicated to like making sure the local aspect of the ministry got our attention. And so even as like albums were being recorded, we were probably four or five, maybe even six albums in, and we were like still very hesitant to um turn what we're doing into let's let's take take these songs into worship nights on the road or or anything like that. But we eventually um you know after praying about it for years and really feeling like all right we we've got home base and church our church like culture and community here and structure wise built up as best we feel like we can. Then that came into the picture. So then that evolved and you know, I won't I won't bore you with the last five, eight years or whatever, but um but it's it's been totally different. We we've um we've just tried to do our best season over season, year year over year, album over album to be present in like what is what is this year um, what do we feel like God is requiring of us this year? What do we feel like is the, what are, what are the songs that we feel like God's giving us right now? We went from Graves in the Gardens, that album, in, which came out in 2020, and um, not intentionally uh, decided to deviate and do Old Church Basement with Mav. Um, that, I mean, the, the intention was let's collab with these friends that we've gotten to know over the last year and let's see if there's any chemistry in writing together because we hadn't really done that um and then as songs started to come we were like well maybe we should just see what happens if we press record but then you have old you know that being so different than graves in the gardens after old church basement we put out an album called Lion last year. Um, and all those songs, it, there wasn't an intentional deviation from Old Church Basement. It was just, these are the songs we feel like God's giving us. And we feel energy around like today or this season. Um, they're totally different than Old Church Basement. And um, and so, you know, you move into this year and us recording this new album, Can You Imagine? And it's the same story it's like we so yes there's vision and the vision is like um it's 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 underlying everything and it's providing the momentum and the direction for for every every decision we've we've made for, for the last several years but then there's there's not the evolution of like well what's it going to sound like what what chords are we going to use? What type of song? What style of song? That has been such an ebb and flow season to season. And it's been, it's been really beautiful to watch, man. Like it's been really cool to be a part of. Um, and, and just to talk musicians um, for, for a quick minute, like even like seeing the musicians, God's brought our church and the like, um this the the gift sets the experience the style that everybody has grown up in is like vastly different on our team 
We got Jay on bass, who is a lover of all things, you know, you two. And then you have LJ who grew up on church organ. And, you know, you've got E, one of our guitar players, who's still just so young and like, but he's he's a brilliant, like melodic creator. And Joey, who's been here forever, who had brought, you know, came up, grew up on a totally different style. And um, so it's cool to see like a, a amalgamation of what feels authentic to our our sound um, as it's evolved the last couple of years and leaning on different like strengths of players and having that be a part of the production of of songs you know and how you know this lion a song off the, the last album um sounds and like going well that I don't know who's gonna like this song. I don't. I don't. And then it winds up being the title track, and it's not like we do that song every Sunday at Elevation, <laughs> but it certainly felt um, right and uh, for for the for the you know time, and we love doing it on the road now. So anyway, that's kind of a rabbit trail, but um, some of the some of the history, I guess. I love that that your guys's music is it's it's it is funny because when you guys come out with a record. I'm like, all right, what, like, which, what it, like, it's hard. Um, like the songs that jump out sometimes surprise me, you know, like we had so many requests for it might get loud and I'm like, all right, we're going to have to teach this song. <laughs> I don't, and I still to this day, man, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to count it. I was like, I was like, listen, you're just going to go da, da, da. <laughs> okay. Like, I don't even know <laughs> what the numbers are, but this is what it does. This is how it sounds. And, um, it was super fun to do, but you know, you have like songs like that or like uh rattle, which are like, like, do you have, do you, are you like, when you guys pick a song, do you just kind of like chase it and like, what is this song going to be? And how do we turn like, because, it, because they are so, so vastly different. They all still sound like they're done by the same people, but they're, they are like vastly different. Do you kind of go like, all right, dude, this one's got this like kind of like country rock that we're going to lean hard. We're just going to go like get rad about this. Somebody's going to yell at some point in this song over here and like get to it. Like what are you, are you leaning into styles? Do you find that that's just kind of where it lands? Like how much are you kind of crafting that in the moment? Uh, yeah, man, rattle. We wrote that in, in, um, started writing it at the end of March, 2020. So if everybody put yourself back in that headspace. That <laughs> Great <was> time. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic mental space for all of us. Um, we're two weeks into the shutdown. Um, and I think we, as a, as a church, we were, um, obviously nobody was gathering, but we were suddenly on Sunday mornings, you know, we were broadcasting live. We um, we didn't do pre-records for first year. Every Sunday morning, we were live at 9.30 with nobody in the room, and it was just broadcasting online, and that was church. It was our team, the, enough, like eight people running cameras, um, and we started writing Rattle over Zoom, Pastor Stephen, Brandon, and myself, and uh, it went through probably two or three different 
iterations and vert choruses, totally different, very country at first. We were coming off of like Graves in the Gardens, the album hadn't released yet. Um, we were coming off of like Graves in the Gardens, a song and the energy it had just when we recorded it like two months prior to, to this moment. Um, so Rattle initially had a totally different like feel, but we, because we were gathering on Sunday mornings, like our, our worship team to broadcast, nobody else is in the room. We've been working on this song, get it to the band after, after church one, one of those Sundays, I think it was Palm, it was Palm Sunday. So the week before Easter of that year. And we didn't know exactly what it was, but right. Uh, Dom was on drums, one of our drummers here, and he starts doing this rim click thing. And that was the first, that was one of the first like sparks for that song that was like, oh, wait a minute. Like that's a signature situation there. Like that, that felt like it could be some, some glue. And when Dom did that, Joey started the opening guitar thing and the 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 picking hook and at that moment like it started to really morph and come together and we for the most part like finished writing um the bones of the song on stage there and then um and then it got finished like monday or tuesday and pastor uh he we were going back and forth. And I think Tuesday of that week, he was like, all right, I think the song's finished. Let's get the team back in uh, Ballantyne, our, one of our church campuses. And let's let's just turn the cameras on like it's church. And we'll just, we'll play, let's just play the song and see what happens. I hadn't really sung the song that much. <laughs> um, and we were rehearsing the song like, we probably rehearsed it and it had it it felt different every like seven, eight, nine different times we rehearsed <laughs> it. It felt different. But we recorded it all and we filmed it all. And then after that, we were like, I think that's the one. And then we put that video out on YouTube and that's that's right, that's the version. And then we put that audio on the on the album. Um and so yeah, it's such a it was such a messy process. That song, we certainly I can tell you this, we would have never, I I am almost positive we would have never written Rattle if the room wasn't empty, because we would have been so in our heads about like what Sunday morning, nine thirty <laughs> people are going to think of us. They would have thought, you know, I think they've lost their mind. But because there was nobody in the room, there was like this complete, you know, um, dump of consciousness. And you were just like, um, you didn't you didn't really care because you were like, I don't know, man, the world's shut down. This is a <laughs> song about resurrection. It couldn't be more timely. People need this song. Um, most of all, I feel like we need this song. What this song is going to do, how it'll be received. I have no idea, but let's just let's just chase the feeling, chase the song. And so um, so I, I think that was that was a really um, cool little turning point, because I think that opened up um, 
the exploration for us musically on that that led into you know a song like might get loud or even being willing to explore um a lot of the writing that happened on old church basement so obviously totally different style but like um a lot of that writing felt like there was a permission that we found to not write songs just in a certain box um that we had been doing for for years prior that we felt okay with and we felt um yeah just permission to so it might, might get loud uh, since you mentioned it um that one same, same story pastor and brandon and i wrote that one together at, at some point 2020 2021 i can't remember which and when we recorded the video that was the first time our church was getting back together post like the oh, awesome. first time literally charlotte allowed you know a gathering to happen that was over remember how it went like 10 people and then <laughs> 50 people or whatever it was um even the night of worship we had it on the calendar and had been advertising it to our church with a big asterisk and caveat like charlotte hasn't officially opened it up but they said on this day it's gonna you know be a lot so when I tell you, like, the people were so hungry that night, um, and they were so excited to worship God, like, I, that, that, the energy in Mike Get Loud, and that's such a crazy song, <laughs> it's so bizarre, um, <laughs> but it couldn't be more authentic, because, like, that was what, that was the energy that was there and alive that night, and when we wrote it, and so I think like apply that to any season or song that we we try to stay in that same mode of you know operation when we're writing and chasing songs. That's awesome. That's oh, thank you for telling those stories. Those are wonderful. Uh, so tell me about this next. Tell me about the season that you're in right now. You guys have just released this record. Um, once again, like you're saying, it's coming from a season. Like what? Give me a little snapshot of what this season is for you guys right now. Yeah, well, we um, we recorded these songs in January of this year for Can that turned into Can You Imagine the album. Um, and um, honestly, when we when we started the year, we we had a, a night of worship on the calendar for January thirteenth, but we weren't calling it a night of worship, or we weren't calling it a live recording because we didn't have a lot of songs to record. We just said let's kick off the year with spiritual momentum and um set our hearts on god for the for the year ahead and so we but we don't have a lot of songs to new songs to record um and the couple weeks long story short the couple weeks leading right up until that even a couple of days leading up to that more specifically um songs were getting written so praise was written week of um Make a way was written week of been so good was written the week of and and we didn't even touch that as a band um, until the day of the recording um, and so there there was um it was a great night to have to to start start the year but we we didn't know that we were necessarily recording an album because we. We have learned through the years, or we we certainly try to hold hold loosely. Um, like, I don't want to too too prematurely call like what we're doing is getting we're capturing an album. 
um, or we're recording an album or this is the album because what if we feel like no we, the album's not there the songs aren't there so we have backed way out from that and just said let's let's have nights of worship and and let's record on Sunday mornings and at church and if a song from Sunday morning um is it it, it feels like that's the a song that's worthy of putting out um or a version that's worth putting on an album we'll do that instead of um too prematurely going we're in this box oh my gosh we have pressure to record an album tonight and we we woke up on we recorded January 13th at the night of worship and we weren't saying it was a it was an album or anything but we woke up on January 14th and said do we feel like we have an an album right now and so <laughs> we we got to work and um and on the post end and editing and, and everything and so I think it's um it's a beautiful collection and it's eight songs that we because they were coming um to you know being written right up until the time that we held that night they weren't in our church flow so it's been a cool spring to your to your question like what what kind of season has it been it's been a really cool season for for us to actually be introducing these songs after we technically recorded them with everybody who was in the building that night but then taking them to sunday morning after that for the first time that's that's a flop like a that's backwards from how it normally works but um it's been really cool through the spring to see these songs in church and see our people connect with them and um so it feels feels great to have the album out we're, we're excited and um yeah are you surprised at ones that are connecting i um i am a, i will say i'm a little surprised and and i'm a little surprised at praise that song is is uh it it seems like it's it's kind of a standout not because i don't love it i'm just i'm surprised people are like i'm here for for that, that <laughs> song and i get like hey every church we all need up-tempo songs but it's um i'm a little surprised that it's it's connected as as much i thought maybe it would fit a category of like youth youth camp mm -hmm. <laughs> song and be useful there and it's it we're having this conversation like a month into the release so who knows um but uh but i I, yeah, it's it's been cool to see um, more than able that song on the road when we we had a elevation nights is our our tour that we do with elevation worship and Pastor Stephen and doing that one on the road and even trusting God um, those those feel those feel like they're at least for our church community they're gonna be in our in our sets for a long time um, it's cool to see them encourage people the way they have been. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Your guys' songs on our website, because we, you know, we track when people what people search and what, you know, like, okay, what, what do we need to be doing? What haven't we gotten in here? You know, and and there's always that you want to get out the the new stuff for sure. New stuff comes out, like, all right, we gotta get going on these, which ones are hitting. Um, a lot goes into every lesson. And so it's like we really need to be like feel good about like, all right, we know people already want this, right? Yeah. But your guys' songs, I think more than any other they 
some of them, like we do all the, we do the big ones and those get a lot of action, but then there's these, all of a sudden the requests and searches start rising up in these songs. You're like, that was like three albums ago. Like all of a sudden call upon the Lord. We're doing call upon the Lord this month because that one has just been rising up. Um, Available was one that came in later and became like one of our most requested songs. And so it's, it's just, it's just interesting how it's like, how that gets out there. And, but I just really appreciate how you guys uh, take musical chances. I think when you have had the, the success and like acceptance that you guys have had, like, it's easy to just be like, well, we know this works. So keep doing this. And I, it's, I think it's really refreshing to me as a worship musician to go like, let's try look at, we can try different stuff. It doesn't all have to be this way. It can be this way. Like, and I love how much you're talking about how it's what's connecting with your community and what's connecting in that moment. And then being fearless to just go like, well, does it connect with you? <laughs> you know, like it's, yeah. it's, we, we all, we all benefit from that. And it's just, I interviewed uh, Josh holiday last week yeah. and, you know, with elevation rhythm and like, he's just talking about like, you guys have clearly created a culture where you can, try stuff and be creative and are like not putting like, well, it has to, it has to be successful right off the bat. And it has like, you just, I'll say just in the, to wrap that up, um, Josh holiday and rhythm it's it's so cool to, to watch. Um, cause Josh is a brilliant, um, creative and, and producer, but the team too. It's like they're, they, love to worship and so there's there's not just you don't just have a mentality or a culture that's coming up from our youth expression that's like let's let's put out cool songs for cool songs sake or let's see how cool we can be it's like you have a such a great foundation and centering on like on church because everybody's in church and involved in church and there's youth nights that we have that they just they lead worship at just like youth service midweek youth service you know and but um to your point like yeah taking taking chances it it is kind of i think uh embedded here and not for the sake of like let's let's just be reckless um by any means or ignore what i would never ever take something to sunday morning um with the ignorant and and lead worship with a song and just completely ignore like um or be callous to how this might connect with the congregation um yeah there's there's songs that i think like initially have big question marks um over how they they might connect but a song like might get loud we haven't done that one a lot on Sunday mornings because at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday, <laughs> do people really want to like get that loud? No, but on a night of worship, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I think that's the other aspect is like we found different spaces to let mm-hmm. these songs live and um, and being okay with that and, and trying to just take great care with all of it, man, with, with what God gives us. So thanks for having me, man. I, I, I hate that it got cut off. I literally have been um, <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> you're well you're, you're you're bringing such good stuff so we'll just have to have you back uh next time we'll get after that pr person we'll we'll get it going thank you so much for taking the time and like sharing those stories i think it's it's it is really i think it's powerful for those of us who are leading worship 
to get the context of where songs are coming from. And so thank you for giving that. It's like, I think it's amazing. So thank you so much for taking the time and uh, hopefully we'll see you next, next, next round. Let's do it. Thanks for having me, Jason. All right. Thanks. Did you ever see the rattle video where they inserted a goat? Uh, like, Man. Wasn't it you that made it? No, I did. It might get me out. <laughs> No, I have not seen the one with the goat. Which is excellent. Did we ever put that on our YouTube channel? The meow? Yeah, it might get meowed. We did. We okay. did a short, yes. Okay, you should look You should look that up. Might get meow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, there was a, there was a, look around for it. I'm sure if you just typed in, like, elevation rattle goat. Goat, you will find it. You'll yeah. find it, mm -hmm. and um, you're going <laughs> to, you're going to laugh. It's wonderful. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You're going to laugh so hard. Like you're going to sit here with Christina, who can't hold it together, just talking about a worship video involving a goat. Oh man, I love goats. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm just going to save us all the time here. I hope you go check out Worship Artistry. We have great we have great content there. You can follow us on YouTube, you can follow us on Instagram. We're back on Facebook. So that's yes, happening. Yes, we are. We're back on Facebook. Oh, beautiful. Uh, after, you know, being hacked for mm -hmm. months. So that's exciting. So uh, we are excited to hang out with you. Please hit us up. And, of course, if you want to try out Worship Artistry, you can always get a free 21-day trial over at worshipartistry.com. All right, we'll see you next time.